Welcome to the Holiday Podcast, where we sit over some homemade challah on Friday afternoons here at my dining room table. I'm your host, Tammy Priest, a Jewish follower of Jesus, and it's great to be with you this week as we take another look at the intersection of the old and the new. Well, today we are not just sitting over challah. We also have a pomegranate and some pomegranate seeds in this beautiful pomegranate dish and also pomegranates all over my table runner that I got in Jerusalem, which you cannot see. Um, but you can probably guess what today's topic is, pomegranates. So pomegranates are really prominent in biblical imagery. They are one of the things that the spies brought back to show Moses and the Israelites the bounty of the promised land. Um, in First and Second Kings, we learn that King Solomon had the two columns at the entrance of the temple adorned with hundreds of carved pomegranates. Of course, also not surprisingly, um, pomegranates are mentioned a lot in the Song of Solomon. Solomon loved pomegranates. They've been featured in, you know, on ancient coins and you see them in lots of traditional Jewish imagery. In fact, I'm wearing a pomegranate necklace and earrings that my daughter and I found during one of our excursions through the market in the old city. But anyway, probably the most familiar mention of pomegranates in the Bible are the ones that are sewn into the hem of the high priest's robe. In fact, I have this anklet I got in Jerusalem when I was 20, the week after I came to believe in Jesus. And they're little pomegranate bells and people could hear me coming a mile away. So we'll come back to the high priest robe in just a minute. But first I did want to explain the reason that I decided to talk about pomegranates today. So we're just over a week away from Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. And pomegranates are a common fruit that are eaten at this time for a lot of reasons. And one of those reasons is that rabbis compare the many seeds inside a pomegranate, that one I just sliced open, um, as our, uh, they compare these seeds to our many deeds. And that at the end of the year, where we are now, as we prepare for Rosh Hashanah, we should take stock of all that we've done, or not done, over the last year, good and bad. In fact, there's a saying that's repeated a number of times in the Talmud, the ancient Jewish commentary, and that saying is that even the empty are filled with mitzvot, which means good deeds, like a pomegranate, which speaks to our potential for good when we repent and turn to God, uh, which is exactly what the high holy days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are all about. So that's a roundabout explanation of why pomegranates have been on my mind this week. But now I do want to go back to the high priest's robe. So I'm going to read to you God's instructions from Exodus 28. He says, You shall make the robe of the ephod of pure blue. And then God gives instructions for how to make it. And then, on its hem, make pomegranates of blue, purple, and crimson yarns all around the hem, with bells of gold between them all around, a golden bell and a pomegranate a golden bell and a pomegranate all around the hem of the robe. 
Aaron shall wear it while officiating, so the sound of it is heard when he comes into the sanctuary before the Lord, and when he goes out, that he may not die. So these pomegranates were obviously pretty important. And this Jewish commentator actually explains that the high priest is himself reminded by the sound of the bells on his robe that he is to attune his heart and mind to his solemn duties and that he must be fully conscious of the fact that he is in the presence of God. This definitely makes a lot of sense. But last night, as I sat up reading and contemplating, what tidbit to share with you about pomegranates today, because there's a lot to say. A new thought totally took me by surprise as I was reading. Like literally, I gasped so loud that my husband could hear it over his earbuds with the podcast he was listening to, and he paused it to see what was wrong with me. Well, nothing was wrong, but I was just completely overwhelmed at this new revelation. But I, and I hope it really speaks to you today. So let me rewind a bit and take us back to the Garden of Eden. So Adam and Eve are there and they decide to take and eat the forbidden fruit. Now in the United States or Europe, um, we always talk about this fruit in the garden as being an apple. But if you've spent any time in the Middle East, you know that's highly unlikely. Um, most people think it was one of these, a pomegranate. And after Eve and Adam let Satan entice them into eating the pomegranate, Eve and Adam hid, right? And God came looking for them, asking where they were and why they were hiding, right? Well, generations later, as the Israelites were in the desert on their way to the promised land, God gave these instructions for the high priest's clothing that we read earlier. He was really specific about fabric and gemstones and bells and pomegranates. And he said that the reason the high priest was supposed to wear the robe with the bells and the pomegranates was to announce his presence before God, that he might not die. And so this is what struck me last night. The very thing that had forced people to hide from God was now the very thing God said to use to announce that they were drawing near to him. God was redeeming the separation caused by this pomegranate. And so every time the high priest entered the sanctuary, he was reminded of the separation that the sin of the pomegranate had brought. But that now, instead of hiding from God, he was actually being invited back into God's presence. And then Jesus took it further for all the rest of us. So when the serpent invited Eve and Adam to take and eat, they tasted and saw that it was not good, which led them to hide and be separated from God and caused all of us to be separated from God. But then Jesus said, take and eat. And when we taste and see what he offers, we find that it is good. 
It's very good because we can enter his presence no matter how many good or bad seeds we've accumulated because the sound of our repentance lets him know that we're drawing near to him. And so on this Sabbath Eve, I invite you to think about the pomegranate, to think about the separation it brought, but also of the fact that God redeemed it and used it for beauty and restoration. Now, a traditional Jewish prayer uh, when eating a pomegranate is, may it be your will, O God, that our merits increase like the seeds of a pomegranate. And so today, for us, I would encourage each of us to think about the inside of this pomegranate and to pray that our faith would increase like the seeds of a pomegranate and that we would indeed bear good fruit for him as we draw near to God on this holiday.